Welcome, welcome back to She Can Talk to Podcast. My name is Colleen, a.k.a. Gongoli MC on Instagram. If you want to know anything about the music, what we're doing, if you want to book us for shows, or Colleen Eat Wings on Instagram, if you want to see what we sourcing and tossing, we do have the website, www.doerecords.com. You can go there and see all of the Instagrams, all of the links to the music, anything that's streaming, also episodes of She Can Talk. You can go there and get direct links or just play it from doorrecords.com. Yay. How you guys doing? I always be like, I'm going to do and I'm going to do. And then here we are seven weeks later. But anyway, I'm back and I'm happy to touch base with y'all. Um, I really with this one is a Sunday. It's a pretty chill vibe. So I just wanted to drop an episode and, and touch base with y'all because it's been a lot of stuff in the news that I'm pretty sure I haven't covered. And, um, in the vein of trying to cover current events and, you know, kind of like not really give my opinion. Cause this is not in my opinion, this day and age is not the perfect time to want to insert your two cents and everything. But, um, I'm, you know, here I am walking into the room about to insert my two cents into some of the current events and just kind of touch base with you all and see how you all are doing and see how you all feel about some of the events that's been unfolding as of lately. So we're going to jump right into it. Hey, a couple of things that I want to talk about. We're not going to start out anything heavy or whatever like that. It's like a mini review. I don't know how many of you um, are familiar with Little Dicky the Rapper. I don't know how many of you are familiar with his show Dave, which I believe it comes on FX. Don't get me the line. I watch everything on Hulu. So if you have Hulu, you can look up Dave. It's especially right now, I think it's his third season. So it's a great binge worthy show. But if you're not familiar with Dave, I have to just say, please go see his shows. I liked him anyway, because I've been I've been following him all the way since season one. But this season by far was like masterpiece chef's kiss so funny and also reinforced why i like dave aka lil dicky if some of you're not familiar lil dicky is a rapper don't get me to lying and saying like i know his whole bio but look him up i've been following him for a couple of years as far as musically but more so what even drew me in further into like you know yeah i'm a, i like his work was his show and his brand of comedy totally up my alley totally I can totally relate to his branded comedy and the way he um portrays himself as an up-and-coming rapper as a you know artist trying to achieve his goals totally can relate I love it so funny and in the process he has like his team his people that helps him get there because you know I always say it takes a village to you know raise the baby and whatever your baby is be it a real baby be it like a you know entrepreneurship or a goal or a dream you're trying to achieve you know it's very rare that you could say you did it by yourself and even if you did do it by yourself you did have like the ancestors and the higher beings you know prayer works and you'd be surprised you didn't do it by yourself but anyway so he shows all of that and I love it but I don't want to give too much away and say like, you know, cause everyone always calls me Colleen, AKA spoiler alert. <laughs> so, but I will say this, he, his favorite rapper is my favorite rapper, which is Drake. 
I thought it was so funny that kind of like the whole season he's like his whole goal is like he's trying to craft this you know direct dm on instagram to drake to kind of say like hey we should collab and basically if you look at every episode well excuse me every season of dave he kind of has that goal where he's trying to like like the first season he was trying to like do a song with like yg a couple of west coast rappers then um the second season he went international and he started collaborating with like K-pop artists. Like he wanted to get an international presence. And then now he's kind of like back in the States and really trying to establish himself as a major artist and say, Hey, look, I'm just as big as Drake. I can, you know, do, I can hang and do, you know, hang on my own on a song with Drake and collab or whatever with different artists. So that's what he's doing this season. And so the whole, you have to watch it because I don't really want to give spoiler alerts. He's also pursuing love, right? So to me, I feel like they run parallel throughout the story because is love, is is the love that he's looking for ultimately a woman or is it, or a companion or a mate, you know, or is it his love for music and his love for his goals that he's trying to achieve and ultimately love for himself, right? Like what kind of love is he looking for? So throughout the whole season, it kind of makes you feel like he's looking for a girl. He's trying to have a companion. And then in the background, you kind of see his ex-girlfriend who's still there, who's still supportive throughout it all. So it's like, damn, is she the one that he's, you know, looking for? And she's right there the whole time. Then you see him interacting with like, um, his you know, bandmates. Well, not really bandmates. He got like a DJ, his producer, his manager, and the girl who shoots the videos and the documentary for him. So that's like his team. So you see him interacting with them. And it's like, is he seeking a, a love from them or like a higher level of love from, you know, them for his work, his art, his craft? Or is it like you see him dating different girls? So it's like, is he seeking love from just a, a mate or a companion? To me, ultimately, you have to watch it. It's so funny. I feel like it was ultimately the love for himself and the confidence within himself to know and believe that he is great and whatever he's going to do will be great, right? And then, oh, man, I don't want to give it away, but the last episode, it was, first of all, the whole season was star-studded. You know, even the main characters, low key, if you look at them, they're like true musicians that I believe he worked with, you know, in real life. And then he cultivated their characters into the show. But um, beyond the main characters, he's always having like, you know, random celebrities. But this season was star studded. It was packed with everyone from Jack Harlow to Brad Pitt to Drake, like seriously. So but the way it, the lead up and the build up really great and it made me say you know um Dave is on to something here I think ultimately at the end of the day the pursuit of love that he was looking for he ultimately found it within himself you know because at the end you was thinking like oh he's gonna be with someone and then you see he actually takes this pilgrimage to Africa and links up with Drake and he's like yo I want to write songs about heartbreak and you know losing out on the girl that you thought of your dreams and etc and Drake was like you know we're gonna you need to be with her a couple of more days um but we could do it let's get into it but even the interaction with him and Drake hilarious you gotta see it and I'm gonna tell you like this Drake is not even the arc or the biggest 
you know, celebrity had the biggest impact in this episode. To me, that would be Brad Pitt. And I love Brad Pitt for years as an actor, you know, great, great actor. But this right here, put it over the top for me and Brad Pitt. I could not stop laughing. So check out Dave. I'm actually going to probably depending on how this episode goes and what else I talk about, I might go ahead and end it with some Dave because it's Dave is very lighthearted, very fun, very like what I learned from listening to his music and also appreciating just overall his craft with the show, Lil Dicky, is the, his rapper name, but then the show's name is Dave and his real name is Dave, Dave Bird or something like that. But um, what I appreciate about him is he has this you know, don't take yourself so seriously type of lesson at the end of it. Right. And he's nice. Like lyrically, man, you're not going to be disappointed. You'll be, you'll be fully entertained watching his show. And if you never watched it before, you're three seasons in. So trust me, it's binge worthy, really, really top notch comedy and music. I love, I love him. So the funny thing to me was how, I felt like this season was talking to me, you know, when he was like, you can't take yourself seriously. And even with, it was one episode where he kind of like did his whole music video around his eighth grade crush. And this was the girl that he ultimately fell in love with first and had all the dreams of being with. And then she was probably the biggest heartbreak for him. So you see him where he's like reluctantly trying to, craft this piece of art but he also know his emotions are really tied up into this because it's real it really happened and he wants to execute it without coming off like it still impacts him in the present day and everyone around him is like dude you're doing a whole song about your eighth grade girl we know you're still in love with her you know you're still heartbroken and he's like no I moved on I moved on as an artist totally could relate to it and then the comedy within that whole story of you know like how, and, and then the way he beautifully crafted this music video and song ah uh, I love it so kudos to Dave um check it out on Hulu especially like right now is binge worthy so you can grab up like three seasons three complete seasons and be fully caught up on Dave. Like, let me tell you, on Hulu, my main shows are, um, it It was anyway, I'm going to miss it, but Atlanta, because, you know, it was on FX, Wu-Tang, um, the original saga, I think it was called, but Wu-Tang show, um, the original series, and Dave, you know, those were my top three shows, like, oh, and I'm lying, Next Level Chef next level chef if you guys know i love to cook i love to eat i'll watch something and just get inspired to like cook you know like i'll put that on just like well i'm gonna cook for dinner and get inspired so but those are the main shows that i watch on hulu you know do i have and what i why i like about hulu is because you can't sit there and just watch tv every day like you know you got shit to do however when you're ready you can binge it and kind of get caught up and i like that where you can kind of get caught up with it and you're like yo this is great so i'm kind of sad now because that was the season finale of dave i definitely hope we get another season of dave because we're getting no more atlanta and no more wu-tang 
So I hope we can get some more Dave. But one thing, if you don't know about all three of the main shows, minus the cooking show that I watch, um, all three of them consist of hip hop, all hip hop based shows. So, um, yeah, like Atlanta, even though we know Charles Gambino is an actor and he is actually all of them are all of them are the RZA, all of Wu-Tang cause they've all been in movies. And right now I, you know, you could watch ghost on stars and see method man. And you could see so many movies that the RZA acted in as well as directed and produced. So they're all actors in their own right. Um, Wu-Tang clan, um, Dave, AKA little Dicky, and um, Atlanta, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. So those are my favorite shows. And I just love the way they incorporated the music, their craft, and in telling a story around a life that, you know, back then when I was like, you know, had I was in a group, you know, I was for a lot of people who don't know, who don't remember, some of you will do. I was in a group called the Gypsies in the late 90s, early 2000s. You know, we were signed to an international record label out of Germany, but we were based in Virginia Beach, and we did a lot of promos, a lot of, you know, songs, a lot of collaborations and shows up and down the East Coast, Midwest, etc. And um, a lot of our music was big overseas. So back in those times, we didn't have the Internet to show you, hey, this is our life, this is what we're doing, hey, we're like pulling up in a van straight up off the road and performing tonight. Like that stuff, you know, the technology was different. So we got a lot of pictures and stuff, but not a lot of document, like footage, et cetera. Well, I stand, I, you know, I beg to differ at these points because every day now it seems like people are just hitting me with footage. Like, yo, remember you was here? I got some footage of you. So, you know, I think as time goes on or it all come up, especially now because we have the ability in vehicles to display more, you know, footage and archives. But um, back then we didn't have the ability to do it in real time. Cause even if you took a picture, you had to like go to Walgreens or whatever and get it developed and wait like a week or two for the pictures to come back, etc. So, you know, we didn't have that real time ability. So to watch Wu Tang show, and I, you know, I think I spoke about that uh, episode or two ago, but to watch them, you know, show them on the road and show them in Virginia Beach and put up Witch Duck Road, where I lived at, like I tell all my nephews and I tell all the youngins the stories about, yo, this is real. We had a studio out there. Niggas had studios. Well, I'm going to stop saying the N word, excuse me. Brothers had studios out there. Wu-Tang had the shop, the recording studio, so much. Ebony Showcase, like, you know, so much different things in history that, you know, I talk about and I get excited about because I lived it. I was there, you know. It's great to see other people as well use today's vehicle to tell those stories more sufficiently than just, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I love it. So I could, cause I could relate on so many different levels. I definitely love it. So Dave is just another, you know, way to look at like a young rapper. He's from Philadelphia. He's white, he's Jewish, and he is a big successful rapper in real life as well as, you know, maybe a comedian actor in real life. And he's using some of, you know, he's using his vehicle 
to tell a story that hopefully other people can relate to, you know? And even though I'm not Jewish and I'm not from Philadelphia, I definitely could relate to being the first generation in your family to do something that is completely out of the norm, you know? Like, I think if my brother wanted to be a rapper or, you know, any of my male cousins wanted to be a rapper, it would have been probably received better in those times. And it probably would have, I don't know, garnered more support. But I think that also pushed me a little bit harder because I was like, y'all don't even see the vision. It's not meant for you to see the vision. I'm going to continue forward. And I did. And I'm still going, you know, some days you have a little pause for the cause, but you got to still go. And I say it like this, every little thing that you do a day can count. So shout out once again to Dave, AKA little Dickie. You can go see Dave. The season finale just happened this week. So hilarious. I'm not going to be like, a lot of the other shows. There's a lot of shows that you can go and they're going to give you the whole breakdown frame by frame. I'm even right now, you, if you don't have Hulu, you can probably go on YouTube and literally piece together the show because people have so many different highlights from that season finale that they're just like either playing it, talking about it, transcribing it. It's so much. So, but I'm not going to give you all of that. I encourage you to just maybe watch the show. It's hilarious. You you will not be disappointed. So I wanted to talk about that. Also, um, in the vein of comedians and, you know, I hate to go from such a high note to a sadder note, but in the vein of comedians, I do want to send a rest in peace out to DC Young Fly's um, wifey, Jackie O, who passed away this week as well, which is another part of current news, unfortunately. And I honestly went back and forth on the fence on do I even want to talk about this? Because by far, I do not want to look like a clout chaser or, oh, I'm talking about this to get views because not at all. You know, you guys know I really don't care. Um, but as a woman, right, and as a woman just period I just wanted to talk about this and um send out love first and foremost and a deep heartfelt condolences to DC Young Fly his family the children her family and just respectively everyone connected to them because that's a sad sad situation so freaking unexpected especially when that's a person that like I'm not gonna say like I said, I'm not going to clout chase. I'm not going to say I was described or subscribed to her, you know, YouTube or following her like a hundred percent on Instagram or nothing like that. But I would catch the highlight reels of the love that she shared with DC Young Fly and the beautiful family that they put together. And in particular, what I can, I could just talk about me. I can just talk about what I remember and stood out to me was videos of, um, I think they, one time they had like, I don't know if she put together like a birthday party for DC Young Fly and maybe might have been on her YouTube channel and just popped up or whatever. But um, she put together a birthday party and she had his family deeply involved in the process, you know, which is something that I think was amazing the way she loved his him and his family and vice versa. You could truly look and see it was a genuine family love there. It wasn't like, oh, I'm just doing this for the clicks or I'm 
you know, I'm a video vixen and I don't know. I can't, you know, you, I, you, I, you could really feel the genuine love between them. But long story short, in one of those episodes, it was like one of the first, and this was years ago, you know, cause I told you like, I really don't follow every day and everything, but I knew exactly who she was. So when I saw the headlines, my heart was like, Oh, Oh my God. Like I was choked for words. Like, poor guy like what did it you know they have three young children like that's just a lot to take in but what thing one thing that stood out to me always about their videos was he always seemed to be a praying man you know I love that about him and I loved how she was right there next to him you know, a lot of people, she even addressed it, you know, like, oh, what's, what's he doing with a white girl, blah, 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 you know, and um, to me, what I've learned over the years is people are gonna love who they love, you know what I'm saying, and as much as it might make me feel a way as far as like, love them being the black community, no, sometimes you love who you love, but what people didn't really realize is that even though she was biracial and really only honestly, none of this matters, but because she was biracial, you know, she actually was raised by her father as a single parent and kind of was, you know, a reared or raised with her black family. So if you look at her, she may look away, but she ultimately was a biracial girl with a lot of heritage and roots and raised, you know, by black, by her black family. So she's, she identifies as black, regardless of what she looked like. Look at her kids, right? That's another thing, honestly, because genes are strong in the mother. Like, you know, none of it matters. I'm not even really know where I'm going with all of that right now. It just kind of like, saddened me because um she honestly didn't even need this shit you know and that's what makes it sad so just like with everyone else because you know I looked at comments and you know especially when you're like like I told you I didn't follow her like that but I knew exactly who she was from while now I knew exactly who she was with DC Young Fly I remember when the baby was born and I was like oh my god because they all the ancestors will always tell you when um you could tell a woman loves the man like if they have children and the baby comes out looking exactly like him some people would say no it's a strong genes dna but it's a it's a combination of it all like you're truly in love with the person you are procreating with sometimes you just could get caught out there and have a baby and you look at the baby you don't know who that baby look like you know what I'm saying? the ancestors took over you don't know who the baby look like but when i first remember that and I remember like DC young you know he's a comedian he always was joking the baby like my baby gonna grow some hair when my baby grows some hair and we used to be like wow like why is he saying that but we know he's joking it wasn't like nothing negative and that's the way um I don't know like their interaction it seems so genuine and so cute as a young family so you watch them you're like oh they're so cute so I, I that's all I had to say about them I didn't really have any opinion one way or the other but um the one opinion that I reluctantly share on this episode about that was I did go back and I did watch a couple of videos in the last couple of days because stuff is popping up and maybe it's just the algorithms but it seems about five years ago right after she had the first baby she did get a boob job because she felt that her boobs weren't the same and she got a boob job 
and it's a video leading up to the surgery where her and DC Young Fly were talking and she said, Hey babe, you know, I'm going to get a boob job, blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about that? And you could see he's like, I don't know. He's kind of preoccupied with whatever he's doing. Maybe he was packing. Like I said, I'm not all into the deets, but he's in the background, like preoccupied, but he's telling her like, listen, I'm telling you, you don't need it one way or the other but if you think it's gonna make you feel better then you know I support you on it but he was like you know you know he said as long as you don't come back looking weird or you know he's joking because he's a comedian and she's laughing and she's like but do you like them the way they are now he's like yeah I love them you know so he was there telling her like you don't have to do this you know but then in the same vein of the same time frame of her having that boo job you seen her with her girlfriends her besties and that's why I say sometimes women can be women's worst enemy so in that video is the same prep video she's prepping to get the boo job after the first baby one of her girlfriends says she's our guinea pig. So she's going to go and get her boob job and everything goes well. Then we're going to get ours. That shit just went through me. So, you know, I digress is like, you know, you, no one has the ability to foresee the future, you know, but they always say hindsight is twenty twenty, right? So you, even though, and we know men always say it all the time. I'm not jumping on, you know, the men's side, the women's side. I'm neutral. Cause you know me, I always can, I always try, especially as I'm older and you know, just life hits you from all angles. Right. I'm definitely trying to see things from everyone's perspective. Right. I don't want to be like, Oh, you're wrong. I'm right. They're wrong. She's right. No, but I'm trying to understand here. So hear me out. Your friends sometimes will gas you to fucking make a fool of yourself. You know, especially when you're in those tender ages of like your teen years, even your late twenties, even your early thirties. Hell, I know some women in their late fifties and sixties, and I'm talking about like my aunties and not my personal blood aunties. Oh, don't, don't call me aunties. I love y'all. But I'm just saying like how, you know, the saying goes that be wild and you'll be like, yo, like how old are you? Right. So I can't even say it's like a certain age group or whatever, but it is a thing called peer pressure and that shit is real. Right. And I will say like that. And I will say, it seems like I'm not going to say men don't peer pressure other men. I don't know. I'm not around a whole bunch of guys on a daily basis, but I just feel like humans, right. It's in our, not, not proud to say it's in our human nature, but it is in the human nature to be, a part of peer pressure, succumb to peer pressure, acknowledge peer pressure, right? So if five years ago after her first baby, her friends say, you're going to be our guinea pig and you get it and tell us how it goes so we can see and we'll go get ours. Don't you think some of those same friends was like, girl, go get it and come back on though. You're going to be so fly gassing you up to go do that shit. And then you know, hope for the best, right? If you, if it work out good for you, I'll go get it. Now, look, she's not here. Now on the flip side, right? You know, I saw, you know, cause like I say, sometimes 
I'll go to the comments and be like, what are people saying? What are people talking about? And I'm not going to say sometimes majority of the time, because in some, in a lot of cases, especially like, you know, comedy skits or something funny, the comments just make it even funnier. But in instances like this, you know, sometimes you get a little bit more information from the comments or you could see people just like the rawness in the comments period. Right. So you know, just looking at that stuff or whatever, I seen how it was a lot of empathy, a lot of shock because for real, I wouldn't have, um, first of all, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Let's, let's start there. Let's be clear there. But I don't know. She was like such a young girl, such a young blossoming family. I kind of remember when they were in the smaller home, but then they bought the bigger home. And then it seems like he has a area, like some area for his family and they barbecue together. And you can see how she brings life to his mother and his sisters. And you just, I just love the cohesiveness that they had. So it is sad that you can see where that, that sediment was felt in the comments, but there was one comment that, you know, stood out to me and someone said, I wish she didn't post the picture pre, you know, with the doctor saying, Hey, I'm about to get to my mommy makeover and I'm going to show you the reveal on YouTube or something to that effect. And, um, so her, this comment said, I wish she would have never posted that picture you know, beforehand, because you'd be surprised how many evil people out here and would wish your downfall, you know, just from jealousy, etc. I felt that, oh my goodness, I felt that, you know, like in this day and age, something that was supposed to be used for just, you know, posturing and posting good times had by all and sharing your good experiences and sharing a little, letting people a little bit into your life, right? Became a vehicle of obsession for others, became a vehicle of hate for a lot and became a vehicle of like, you know, a lot of, um, insecurities are brought about. You know, because if you wake up every day and you have to go to work and you have to deal with things to take care of your family and your life, which you may consider mundane, and then you see your friend or somebody you went to college with and they're in Dubai and they're in Abu Dhabi and they're riding on a freaking camel on a Tuesday, you're like, what the fuck is going on in my life, right? But on the flip side, we do have to recognize that life is what you make it, right? And we don't know what they had to do or what they're currently doing to get to Abu Dhabi. You know, you see a lot of dark tales. And I'm not saying everyone is going down a negative path to get there, but everyone's path is different. So you cannot hold yourself accountable for not being where you are or in comparison to a friend or a family member or even a foe. Right. And I see like the internet has done a lot of that. So when I saw that comment that said, I wish she didn't post uh, that in advance picture, which kind of goes back to what the ancestors tell you, like stop telling people what you're doing before you do it. Because now you've given the enemy, the devil, whoever you, however you, you know, envision something negative. You're now given it an opportunity to take hold 
or to give it an opportunity to work out some shit for you. You know, you want to always hit niggas with a surprise. And I'm going to stop saying the Ed word. <laughs> I'm working on it, guys. But you want to hit people with a surprise, the element of surprise or, you know, just come through, you know, when it's done versus telling people because now you give people the opportunity right so when I saw that comment I was like yo this is the realest comment up here it's so true now on the flip side uh, you know a lot of people myself included was like she was such a cute girl her Easter pictures her mother day pictures like I haven't seen a bad picture whereas in the meantime like I'm like man fuck pictures <laughs> you know what I'm saying and I don't and I don't even think I look bad I know I don't look bad because a lot of people are like man you look like you 25 you look like you know and just depending on I just not really into the posture in these days because of that you know I don't want people to be comparing themselves to me and comparing themselves to what I'm doing and you know, and then you, like you say, you got that negative element that want to wish bad on you, you know, so I'd rather you think whatever, whatever you think you're correct. I'm not going to argue with you with it, or I'm not going to try to prove you otherwise. Like I've, I've definitely have reached that threshold in life where I can say, I really don't care. So whatever you think it is, you're correct. You are absolutely correct. So, um, I just, pray that more people can get to that point you know what I'm saying and I think that we'll get back to a point in life where people truly love themselves you know love the skin they're in and and relish in the love around us you know and the reason why I say relish in the love around us because time is fleeting right there's times that I'll sit here and literally replay a family event at my grandmother's house you know I'm like tasting the food and you know what happens is is like something will remind you of it like a scent something you're cooking something you just tasted will bring back a memory right and you'll be like wow the memory is so vivid so clear but all I could do is just share the memory with like, you know, colossal or share it with the nephews or the nieces, but they weren't there. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like we have to appreciate and relish in the realness and the real time that we have with our people because time is fleeting and I'll just leave it at that. But, um, that was sad. That was truly sad. So once again, I send my condolences out to DC Young Fly and his family. In no way am I in here trying to, oh, you know, plastic surgery, blah, 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 you know. But um, I will say that once again, I'm not saying plastic surgery should be illegal or anything like that. There, there was a time when like the only time you really heard about plastic surgery was when someone was in a bad accident was had like severe burns, a cancer, a woman who had like a mastectomy and, you know, wanted to get false breasts to replace the surgery removal, etc. You know, then, you know, then you started hearing to get more cosmetic, like the boob jobs. And then you even seen the videos. There's a whole movie about the two guys who actually was doing silicone breasts and how it was making the women sick and going to their bloodstreams. But not only that, you know, they say time is the biggest 
storyteller of them all. We see so many artists, so many celebrities who look great at the beginning of their plastic surgeries. And we're like, oh my God, they got plastic surgery from Michael Jackson on down. Okay. It's been, that's how long it's been. So plastic surgery is not a new thing. I get it. And I get, they saying, Hey, it's new technology. It's less evasive, you know, healing times cut in half. All of those things are great, but it's still messing with God's and, um, the higher beings divine creation, which is us, which is you. So, um, like sheesh, I'm not, I'll be the first one to tell you I'm 5'11". I have a big ass foot, you know, and I have little titties in in some standards and in some cases, some people will be like, don't you want bigger breasts? Like just to enhance your femininity. And I'm like, I think I'm definitely a hundred percent woman. I I, I was born a hundred percent woman And I relish in my divine femininity every day, you know? So I don't think me enhancing my breasts is needed to, um, make me feel feminine or more feminine, you know? But, um, when I was younger, shit, it's points in times I didn't even wear a bra because I was like, why? I don't fucking have any titties. And people would be like, you do have titties, your titties are looking right at me, why don't you have a bra on, and I'm like, whatever, because I was a wild child, I was a wild, hippie child, all right, so, you know, I look at my breasts now, and I'm like, yeah, I need to put these girls in a bra, and I still have little breasts by society standards, you know, but that's just me. I've learned to appreciate what I have and work with what I have, you know? Now, some people be like, oh, you say that now, but you could have, if you had the money to get it, you probably would get it, blah, blah, blah. No, not me, because I don't like needles. I don't like being cut. I don't like anything that requires healing time. I had to get oral surgery a year ago, maybe a year and a half now. Yeah. Yeah. It's about a year ago. And it was a two part oral surgery on, you know, dental surgery. I had like, uh, impacted wisdom tooth and it was kind of causing a shift in my teeth. It was crazy. It was a lot. And, um, I was like, um, so can I just ambassol it? Like I could be fine. Like refusing, and this is, I'm talking about, I'm in excruciating pain, but I was like, I'll, I guess I'll just have to deal with this for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'm not getting surgery. And no, I, I couldn't, I ended up getting surgery for it. And honestly, because I think I procrastinated it, it was a more intense surgery than it needed to be. So there you go. So just to let you know, it has to be a health you know, impact and reason, God forbid, knock on wood, because I don't even like as, as minor as that surgery was that I had like a year and a half ago. I don't want to deal with that. So I try to be proactive and, you know, be proactive about health or proactive about eating, etc. But, um, y- you know, you can't, you can't control it or whatever. But at the same time, like going back to, cosmetic surgery it's been just so many telltale cautionary signs and stories and 
I'm just surprised that the trend is not dying down, you know, but what's happening is, which was brought to my attention in the comments, because really, like I told you earlier, you can look at comments of different posts and you can be intrigued by what you see in there. Like, is it facts? You can always cross reference. You can always Google, you can always expand your research to confirm it. But, um, one thing that I saw, they were saying like, yeah, a lot of these girls low key are doing that, getting these, you know, BBLs, these mommy makeovers. Right. But then they'll go throw on spandex and go in the gym and start lifting a couple of weights, like, and do a couple of squats. And they're like, oh my God, my personal trainer got me right. Oh my goodness. I've been working hard. And then you're like, who the fuck is the personal trainer that chisels you like this? I've been dealing with um, boot camps for five years and I can't get rid of this. I can't unbig my back yet, you know? So that, you know what I'm saying? It's just like all a facade and it's all unreal, you know? And it just has to stop. So I'm looking forward to the trend to end because like how much more do we need? You know, you see what happened with Kanye's mom. You know, he had to live with that because he was the one that encouraged his mother to get the surgery and paid for it, you know? So it's just so much stuff that, you know, let's look at little Kim. Like I love little Kim. And I even said it that recently she's looking great. She did a, she was on tour with Janet Jackson and she replaced a couple of, um, acts in different cities she looks great she looks amazing i love little kim shout out to little kim but she had a moment in there where she did the surgery was a little bit botched she even admitted that she wasn't even happy looking in the mirror because of you know she was saying oh my god what did i do to myself you know so k michelle is another one um who in later years she said that stuff leaked stuff she caught infections, she was deformed, you know, this was actually killing her and she had to remove it and do reversal surgery. In, in recent days and months, we've seen Black China say, hey, I had to remove my implants. I'm going back natural. This isn't for me, you know, and so on and so on, you know. So I think that that message needs to not be re ridiculed and not to be like, like, don't bash those women because they've been there. They're a little bit older. So they've been through the highlight of looking great, the low light of, you know, adding their grown woman weight to it or just reactions, bad reactions to whatever. And then the impact of, hey, look, I got to make a conscious effort to save myself and remove this and remove these implants and make other people aware you know so some people might yeah like I've seen a couple of videos or documentaries where it was shown the bad the good the bad and the ugly and the ugly was too ugly I couldn't sit and watch it myself so I'm not gonna say like you know and even I could see how you could be like man I'm not watching that and then they'll still go and get the surgery because guess what? You didn't watch it and you didn't get the impact of the good, the bad and the ugly, you know what I'm saying? So it just, once again, you know, I think it, that, that people should be just a little bit more, give yourself grace, um, give others grace, you know, because we're so quick to hop on and I'm guilty of it. 
not recent years, not recent times. And if I have in recent times, call me out on it because I'm really, really not that person. So yeah, like I don't go on the internet to insult people or to look at the negative side of people. I'm such in a space where I want everyone to win. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. I want you to win. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to win. I want everyone to win. And that's it. So give each other a little bit of grace, you know? And another thing, another, speaking of the comments, you know, in, in the vein, which is a crazy segue, but we're going to segue away from that, but still touching on women, right? Um, I seen where, as usual, they were bashing Lizzo about her weight, about her size. She has a really handsome, you know, mate these days. He's very handsome. And he seems to be, you know, an athlete in his own right. And he also seems to be, like, what she needs. Like, he's, first of all, I'm going to say like this. If you've never seen Lizzo perform at and you are one of those people that be like, I can't stand Lizzo. I can't stand her size. She's such a big girl, blah, 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 blah. I would love for you to take some time to go check out her performance on YouTube, like live, not a music video, a live, you know, of course it'd be pre-recorded at this point, but go get some, go look up some live performance footage of her. And the reason why I say that is because there's some people who, you know, once again, would say they're in the gym, they're healthy, they're doing this, I'm, I'm eating, you know, all vegan, and no meat, and they can't do what Lizzo does in a performance for about 10 minutes, let alone a whole show, a whole 45 minutes to three hours, depending on the situation. So, kudos to Lizzo I love her as an artist and I love her messages and also recently in in the vein of all of this craziness about body shaming and body loving and who looks right versus who doesn't they shame Lizzo and saying that you know they're tired of seeing her so to the point that she made a a comment like you know I'm kind of done with social media like you guys want to persecute me for being a big girl but you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to recognize healthy or you don't want to recognize that I am happy, you know? So it's like, yeah, the girls that are not getting bashed, it makes you think, like, what do they have to do or how do they feel behind closed doors to make them take the lengths that they take because maybe they don't want to be bashed by, like, Lizzo. Maybe they don't want to be called out to be ugly or out of shape, like, others that we're doing oh well not me but that society and the internet and the trolls are trolling right now right so it was like damned if you do damned if you don't right just say you hate women at this point so that was a pretty intense situation there like you know in the vein of you know dc using losing his wife behind aesthetics and trying to maintain a look you know, you guys bash Lizzo for, you know, being happy with her look and, and maintaining happiness overall, you know, because I think to me for real at the end of the day, your happiness, your peace, your protecting your peace and your energy should be paramount uh, overall. So yeah. And then 
as another segue because all of this is literally just like recent current news and celebrity news and tv and just stuff that i said you know i want to kind of touch on a little bit of here and there and you guys feel free to tell me like was this a waste am i just talking on my neck or did you some of you guys feel what i'm saying but um into a segue of you know social media antics and people's opinions and comments i've seen over I seen in the news or in the vlogs or whatever that recently Danny Lay, who we know is an R and B singer who had a daughter with the baby, the rapper, and I also did an episode about them having their tumultuous affair on display on the live on the Instagram and how I kind of empathize with her around that, right? So fast forward it present day once again these are not people that i follow every day to need to know what's going on it's just when the algorithms pop it up i'll be like okay well what they're talking about with this and there you go i'll take it from there so in the vein of um just women in news this week i would say i noticed that they said she was recently arrested in miami over memorial day weekend for allegedly a hit and run of a motorcyclist. I guess they were on a scooter down in Miami. They mowed him down, took him a few blocks, and etc. I don't know all the details because once again, this is not a person I follow to be on there every day trying to figure out the blow by blow. No, not at all. But looking through the comments, once again, of um this article, I seen someone saying you know, the work that she went to do, which they said the, um, the work was reversed, you know, and if, let me, okay, let me slow down a little bit. Cause you're probably like, what? All right. For all my non-Caribbean people or all my non, what should I say? Eastern spiritual connected people, AKA, people that are connected with their ancestors and everything else right it's in jamaica they'll say obia in um other places in the caribbean they'll say gozo gozo other places they will say you went to the bruja la bruja you know work you know and then just just different things like that but they said that she went to see i guess like the la bruja or aka the witch and did some work on the baby. Allegedly. This is just in the comments. I don't know if it's jokes or not. I'm not here to say like this is true. And they're saying like that's why the baby's career slowed down. And he's having such a hard time. You know getting a hit again. I don't know how far serious and true that is. This is all alleged from the comments. Of what I was reading. And someone said. Oh it looked like the the work backfired because now it's like she can't get a break with things and they said well well you know how they you know how it works when you go to do something against someone be careful because a little bit of that of a little bit of that can hit you too so I was like wow that's interesting you know if they really believe that and what make them 
think that it is the case. But I don't know if that's the case or not. That's once again from the comments of the article that I was reading on. So that's all alleged. Don't put that out there to say that Colleen said. Also at the same time, even her hitting the person with the car, etc. I did see a mugshot or some type of photo, but it still will all be alleged. You can't go over to other more, you know, more reliable sources like, well, actually TMZ, you know, a couple of other places, breakfast club, they did mention it as well, but I'm going to stay out of that. You can go over there. I just thought that, um, damn, like women aren't really catching a break this week. And I don't know if it's the algorithms or whatever, but I seen talk about in another vein of bad timing like I said you know damn cosmetic surgery is taking L's this week I seen um where coach Stormy had some type of maybe a BBL maybe a mommy makeover and maybe her healing was rough or she'd been through a hard time to heal I don't know but she put a picture up with you know her in the healing stage and the drainage bags and all that stuff like yo I, I me personally none of that shit is appealing to me to say I want to go get any type of surgery a I love to eat so I probably would fuck that up anyway c well b I like to be physical you know so I think that's what keeps me in shape like working in the yard um recording music riding bikes like I do things because I don't know like even though age-wise I'm a number mentally I I'm I still do the same shit (laughs) you know what I'm saying so I'm grateful I think that kind of helps out as well you know then when you add things to it like oh my god try painting your ceiling in your living room which is probably like the biggest open space in your freaking house. That's an exercise and a task within itself. So do things to keep you active. You know, that's what I say. But, um, yeah, to each his own. I can't say like this person's wrong or that person is right. But Coach Stormy put up like a whole, ugh, I don't know, situational picture behind her plastic surgery and just based on the caption it it didn't seem like it seemed like she's grateful to be out on the other side and everything of course but it seems like she had a rough moment there so um yeah another thing I've been seeing weird ass feet on the fucking Instagram like ugh I Maybe the transparency needs to be dialed back a little bit, guys. You know, like, let's dial it back a bit. You're seeing people's feet look crazy. The before and after surgery looks fucking crazy. I get it. You you know, you would want to fix, you know, your flaws. But what happened to fixing them in private, healing in private, and then just popping out? you know what I'm saying just pop out you know I think it would save us all a little bit there you know and then what about promoting healthier eating and exercise diet and exercise you know it's like we'll bash all those people that are really showing you like because hey some of them farm and it looks crazy like I don't want to be out there looking all dusty in the dirt etc but they're pulling out a hundred percent 
grade A vegetables that they raised and procured themselves without fertilization and GMO. You know, like, watch those people. Why don't we highlight those people more? Like, why don't we highlight people that tell us to be more in tune with your body? You know, not the plastic surgeon who's out there making TikToks. Like, you know, or the dentist who's out there making, you know, TikToks because he can make your teeth white or give you, you know, veneers. What about the person who's actually going to give you gum health, you know, and health? You know, let's highlight them. People that are showing you preventative health versus... um repairment I don't fucking know what you would call it but I think we should um love ourselves a little bit more and love each other a little bit more and show a little discernment we can't say that um Lizzo is you know out of shape and she needs to do this that and a third and then we have pretty you know because I think Lizzo is as equally as pretty and as beautiful as DC Young Fly's wife Okay, different ends of the spectrum, of course, because that's what variety is. Not everyone likes, you know, a, a blonde, light-skinned biracial, and not everyone likes a over, you know, a, a larger, thick, black woman. And, but there's a, and everything in between, right? There's a spectrum. There's someone for everyone. That's what my grandmother used to say for years. And as I get older, I understand what they mean. There's someone for everyone. So instead of us trying to make a fucking prototype and say, if you don't look like this, then you're not worth it. Let's try instead and be like, let's appreciate and and love them for what they bring to the table. Because guess what? What they bring to the table is completely different. And if we shun it, we may never get this at our table again. And I hope that resonates, you know, we'd be so quick to push out what's not us, what's not familiar with us to us or what doesn't, what we can't relate to. We're so quick to push it out. And then down the road, down the line, you're like, you know what I'm missing? I'm missing what I pushed away. That would have been so cool right now. So we got to not do that. Let's um, appreciate everyone, you know. But yeah, like this episode was not really an episode to go down the rabbit hole of sadness or anything or even to preach to anyone and tell them like, you're wrong. I'm right. No, it's really like, I don't know, I guess like the news this week kind of bothered me I don't know like stuff that was happening was like what like I've said it to Colossal several times like yo like I almost I I almost look like a DC Young Fly's character is like he's your little cousin he literally gives you that energy like he's a family member if you watch that man pray you know he's prayed with his cast members on Walla Now. He's prayed with his family. He's so, like, I I believe God has a higher calling on him that he will be a pastor or a preacher in the later years of his life because he does command that, that energy, right? So to see that everything that he's going through currently and what happened, I was truly bothered. And I, 
it just kept on coming back to me. And I was like, yo, Colossal, I'm bothered by that. Like, that's sad, you know? So once again, I send my condolences out to DC Young Fly, Jackie O, and their family. This is nothing I would wish on anyone, you know? And um, in the vein of that, you know, every episode I tell y'all to love yourselves, you know? This is not a catchphrase. This is not something like, hey, I quirkily thought of this for you to all remember she can talk. No, I truly mean that, you know what I'm saying, from the bottom of my heart, because I had to learn that for myself, you know what I'm saying? I couldn't, like, when you come around me and my family, you feel the love, you know, you feel it, you know, and you're like, People be like, I don't want to leave. I want to stay. I want to come back. We always laugh about that. Like, Colossus, I like, yo, everyone that comes around us is like, yo, we want to stay. <laughs> you know, like, like we're a cult or something. But we genuinely move with love in public and in private, you know. And in these days, in these times, there's no other way to move, in my opinion, you know. So, um... I don't know. It's like, I always try to, when I say that to you guys at the end of the show, I, I really am saying that to y'all, you know, like you cannot love me if you don't love you. Cause I've been there. I, it was points in my life. It's points in all of our lives where we don't love each other. Well, love ourselves as much as we should, as we should. Let me say that again. Cause I heard a little echo. There are points in times where we may have not loved ourselves as much as we should have. And it showed in the food we ate, the people we hung around, the way we chose to maneuver through society. You know, even down to the car you choose to drive and the address you choose to reside can reflect how you feel about yourself, right? So... You have to learn to love yourself first in order to move forward and then extend love to anyone else out there. I'm the first one that could tell you that because I lived it. You know what I'm saying? People will be like, why are you so angry? Not realizing the anger that I was feeling was towards myself, but I could no way, shape or form or fashion bring myself to really believe in that was the case. So I put it out on everyone else, you know? wrong move. You can't, you can't do that, you know? So we have to take discernment and we have to take a little bit of grace with ourselves, you know, and others and others. I notice now it just throughout life, like, first of all, I've never really been a person that was like, Oh, I only hang out with this type of people. Oh, I don't like this type of people. I really always, and the people that really know me know my motto. My motto was, I give you a piece of rope. You could either wrap it around your neck and jump off, or you could throw over, you know, up to the next level and climb up to the next level. And guess what? I'll meet you up there, but that's all I could do. Right. And the reason why I used to tell people that is like, hey, I'm not going to, in translation, what it was, was I'm not going to put too much stock on, in you until you show and prove. And just like you shouldn't put too much stock in me until we show and prove, right? And people would show and prove. And it was a lot of 
hangmans, we'll put it like that, throughout life that I've experienced, you know, even myself at points in time, but you know, we grow from that. And that's why I say you have to realize and love yourself. You know, it sounds so fucking cliche, trust me, you know, but I'm noticing more and more that the more I become comfortable with myself and um, just love what I do, I get a, a more genuine and more positive, popular, even though that's not what I'm looking for, reaction than when I was really trying, if that makes any sense, right? I have right now, people will hit me up and be like, oh my God, I found your song over here. I love this song. Can we do this? Sure, let's do it. You know, there's people that's hitting me up like, oh my God, you know, Gongali. And I'm like, hey, let's do it. People hitting me up like, oh my God, I saw your food. It looks great. Can I mail you some seasonings? Could you give me a review? Sure, let's do it. And this is not stuff that I'm putting out there. It was points in time that I used to like just put it out there and nothing would happen. Instead, now I'm just kind of like enjoying life grateful with what God has blessed me with and having fun with it, you know, and I've taken that pressure off of my back, you know, family's important to me right now, always has been, but more than ever. So I spent a lot of time with my family. I spent a lot of time off of social media because a, it is a mind fuck. You can go down a rabbit hole and not appreciate the beauties and the gifts that God has blessed you with by comparing yourself to someone else, you know, not realizing your road is completely different than the person next to you. You might see them, but guess what? It's just like being on a highway. You're in your vehicle, right? They're in their vehicle. They could be in a Tesla sleeping, getting auto driven down the highway at 85 miles per hour. And you could be in a Ford, and you're like, damn, I'm tired. And I got three more hours to my exit. I wish I could take a nap in a Tesla. Like, like, like dude in the Tesla. Guess what? You can't. You're in your lane. You got to keep pushing forward. You got to ride those three and a half hours out to your exit. You don't know, God forbid, if the Tesla might malfunction and don't stop when it need to stop because we've heard those stories, but I'm just saying, I'm not wishing that on nobody, but it's just like, we get so caught up in the way it looked, but you don't realize like there's other sides to that too. And it's, you know, that, that you don't have to deal with. So be grateful for the lane that you're in and grief, be grateful for the journey that you're on. Don't let no one speed up your journey. Don't let no one make you feel like you have to rush. And recently, um, as I say that, I got to double back and say that last piece was personally for me because in the last couple of months, I've been feeling rushed, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to be honest with you guys. Like, I've been immersed in um watching stuff on YouTube, like, you know, a couple of years ago, I was fascinated with tiny homes. You guys know about that. I talked about it. Minimalism. I think tiny homes and minimalism helped me like organize better in my house. And I by far do not live in a tiny home. And 
as much as I try, I am not a minim minimalist, you know, but it did make me appreciate a nice, neat space, right? It did make me say, hey, look, if they're making that little shed to home work and it looks amazing and luxurious, it, the, the possibilities are endless with what I can do. So it just made me challenge myself more. So I appreciate those types of videos that make me challenge myself more or just be like, well, what can I do? So in recent times, I've been watching, I don't know why, a lot of farm videos. I don't know why, but I'm so fascinated. And what I have truly loved watching is a lot of black farmers you'll be surprised and I'm not talking about like oh you you know my my friend has a garden he's a farmer no I'm talking about like pasteurization dairy like homesteading like they're really out there farming you know and clearing and, and milling and timber wood and like trust me I'll be into it but um I think what I've been maximizing because, oh, I found <laughs> I found something because I've been I, I don't know if I told you, but, you know, I've been just thinking of ways to maximize yardage and kill freaking bugs. I live in Florida in a healthier way without really won't hurt my other animals. I'm not a farmer, but I have two cats I keep in a yard. I don't keep them in a yard. I'm lying. They just attach to my yard. I feed them. There you go. And I have a dog, right? So I still want to keep an environment that, A, is not going to have a lot of bugs, fleas, etc. because these freaking stray cats think they live here in my side yard and then my dog, etc. So watching farm shit, they showed you how to organically get rid of bugs and you know, keep activities in certain southern regions to a minimum while not killing your grass and stuff. So, you know, I, I learned little things and I thought that was pretty cool. Nothing major. Trust me. I'm not out here. Nothing major. But um, one thing I did, you know, I guess I find solace in um, being able to create your own destiny because that's how I look at like the farming aspect of things and those people that like are cultivating their land and cultivating a legacy for their family in a different way it lets me know that it makes me feel like empowered to say hey we create our own destiny and we create our own happiness and some people might look at that farm video or whatever and say I can't live like that I'm, I'm too bougie to live like that I can't whatever but like for example Khalees is another farmer you know, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. She has an amazing farm and she lives that life too. And she looks like she's very peaceful and happy as well. I'm not saying we should all go out and be farmers because that's not it. What I'm saying is we should all go out and farm our own happiness, right? And sometimes, woosah, get off of this internet, you know. It's all connected to keep us distracted. So live life you know, and, um, let's not put too much stock in, into the internet, what the internet likes, you know, because as we can see, it's a whole lot more behind it, you know, and half of it is not real anyway. And it's, we're the ones getting hurt in the process. So unplug, unwind, put your feet in some sand, put your face in the sun, put your feet in the grass, enjoy, enjoy life, you know? So, I was going to end this 
with um, Lil Dicky, but I think a more relevant song for this episode will be Lizzo, So Special. This is one of my favorite Lizzo songs, and apologize if I played it in advance on another episode, because I may have, because I love Lizzo. But um, whatever, she gets a double playback if that's the case. I'm going to play Lizzo, You're So Special at the end of this episode, because I think we need that. It's a Sunday, it's kind of a gospel vibe, it comes with a message, and it's still something uplifting that I think that we need today. You know, we need to spread love we need to love ourselves. So on that note, you already know how I do and what I say. It's Colleen, a.k.a. Gongoli MT. And go out there and love yourself because you can't love me if you don't love you. And my other motto, if you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. Because either way, it don't hurt, right? So until next time, y'all, she could talk. I'm Colleen. Y'all stay safe. Stay blessed. I love you. Mwah, we out. Special. Woke up this morning to somebody in a video Talking about something I posted in a video If it wasn't me, then would you even get offended? Or is it just because I'm black and heavy? Y'all don't hear me though I've been the same since I've been dropping slow on Bissonette Call up anybody I know and they will tell you that Fame is pretty new, but I've been used to people judging me That's why I move the way I move and why I'm so in love with me I'm used to feeling She just wanted to change How could you throw fucking stones If you ain't